This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. The youngest new face in the U.S. Senate next year will be that of Democrat Joseph Biden of Delaware. So young, in fact, that at the time of his election on November 7th, Biden was not yet old enough to serve. Yesterday, that problem was resolved. ABC Capitol Hill correspondent Bob Clark has the story. They gave a surprise party yesterday for Joe Biden, who will make history because of his age when he takes his seat in the new Senate. looking father of three young children was celebrating his 30th birthday. That makes him just old enough to be a United States Senator, 30 being the minimum age prescribed by the Constitution. Biden, a liberal Democrat, pulled one of the big upsets of the election by unseating a 63-year-old Republican, Caleb Boggs. In Washington today, he was having trouble convincing some people he really is a senator and having some doubts about the Senate seniority system while hoping older members won't hold his age against him. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Forty-nine years. That is how long Joe Biden has been in the federal government as a politician. Forty-nine years. 1972. I was nine years old. When Joe Biden was elected to the Senate of the United States and he had to wait for his birthday to be 30 so he could actually take the office. Think about it. We are going to spend this whole podcast talking about El Baboso Joe Biden and his hypocrisy. You're going to hear from his first day in office. This man was against long-term people and seniority in the federal government. Yes, I'm going to play the clips, the proof that Joe Biden was talking about, I'm against seniority. I'm against all of these people that are in Congress and the Senate for many years. It's 2021, and this man is still a politician in the United States. Think about that one.
So the bottom line is this. A politician, a corrupt politician, will do whatever he has to do, say whatever he has to say to get reelected, no matter if it's the truth. It's a sad, sad, sad state of affairs in the great republic of the United States of America. Abraham Lincoln understood it. When he became and got elected president, he understood that this is my term, my time to help the citizens of America. Not to leave my law firm, not to leave my job, but it's my responsibility to go to Washington, D.C. and help the citizens of America. Unfortunately, before he can go back to Indiana to be a lawyer, he was killed. But he understood that. He understood the responsibility of a politician to support and defend the Constitution, and to support the American people, do the job, and get the hell out of Washington, D.C., and let somebody else have service to America. Did you know that Abraham Lincoln actually made less money as the President of the United States than he did as a lawyer in Indiana. <laughs> think about that one. So you think money brought him to D.C.? Of course it didn't. His love of this country, his love of patriotism, his love of the people is what brought him to D.C. To give back to his nation, to give back to the people of America. If you can find one, maybe two if you're lucky, that have a sincere understanding of what it means to serve your country and not yourself in this quagmire swamp called D.C. I'm all ears. Tell me who it is. Oh, it's somebody just got elected last year. <laughs> okay. He got elected last year. Is he going to do six years in the Senate? Is he going to do two years in the representative and then leave and go back home and be an American again? Or are they going to fight for their job so eventually they can walk out of there with multi-million dollars? Give me one. That's all I ask. Just one. And then I'll shut my big old gunny mouth. In the meantime, what we're going to listen to is the hypocrisy of Joe Biden in 1972 when he got elected talking to, back then, the real reporters on how he felt about seniority and how he understood at that time that it was a bad thing to have seniority in the federal government. I expect these fellows are going to uh, 
uh, eventually uh, judge me on my merit, not on my age, and uh, I have to establish that merit, assuming there is any there. I don't think it's going to be much of a problem. I, beyond uh, having other senator staffs think I'm applying for a job or as a page or something. Would you like to see some changes in the seniority system? <laughs> well, I would like to see some changes in the seniority system, but, uh, and it's not going to make any difference my saying this, but it's not because I'm 30 and coming in. I, I think that the seniority system uh, has many more drawbacks and it has merits. Where I'm not going to lead any move to change that in my formative years in the Senate, but were there to be such a vote to come up, I clearly would vote to eliminate the seniority system. Uh, the indications are that you may be 100th in seniority, the last man on the totem pole <laughs> in the Senate. Does that bother you? Well, no, it doesn't. As a matter of fact, I think it's sort of amusing uh, um, that uh, I probably have the least seniority of anyone ever to enter this august body. So there you have it. 1972, Joe Biden gets elected to Senate, and he hasn't stopped since. I would have to predict Without a doubt, if you spend 49 years in the federal government, this man is worth hundreds of millions of dollars, if not thousands of millions, which brings you to the billions. Because that's what happens when you are involved in politics in a swamp how do you stay where you're at? Millions of dollars. And that's exactly what he did because he's a bonehead. He's one of the worst senators in the history of America, and he's still there. Not only is he still there, he now holds the highest office in this country, and he's absolutely destroying the credibility of you, the American people, by just appearing and showing up anywhere. If you go back to the election, this guy was hiding in a bunker. And there was a reason. Because if Joe Biden was to go out there and do what Trump did, he would have never got elected. Because the people would have seen the truth. Now they're seeing it. But he's already president. So now you got to deal with it. Now you got to live with it. And there's many Democrats and leftists that are going, oh my God, buyer's remorse. I had no idea this, this man was this screwed up, but they know now. So I'm going to play a short clip, I mean really short, just over a minute of his whole 30-minute speech of him meeting with President Putin and have a press conference and talking about that meeting. If he talked to President Putin like he did at this press conference, we're in bad shape because Putin is a strong man 
and he will capitalize in a heartbeat on the failure and the weakness of this man. And he represents you. He represents America. So if you had the opportunity to talk to Putin, it would be different. But you don't have that opportunity. This man is the one that's got to talk to the leaders of the countries on this planet. For you. Take and listen to this very short part of this video. And by the way, it only had 11,000 views on YouTube, which is a good thing. Responsible countries need to take action against criminals who conduct ransomware activities on their territory. So we agreed to task experts in both our, both our countries to work on specific understandings about what's off limits and to follow up on specific cases that originate in other countries, in their, either of our countries. There's a long list of other things we spent time on, from the urgent need to preserve and reopen the humanitarian corridors in Syria so that we can get food, just simple food and basic necessities to people who are starving to death. How to build it and, and, and how it is in the interest of both Russia and the United States to ensure that Iran, Iran does not acquire nuclear weapons. We agreed to work together there because as much as interest, Russia's interest is ours. And to how we can ensure the Arctic remains a region of cooperation rather than conflict. I caught part of President uh, uh, Putin's uh, uh, press conference, and he talked about the need for us to be able to have some kind of modus operandi where we dealt with making sure the Arctic was, in fact, a free zone. And to how we can each contribute to the shared effort of preventing the resurgence of terrorism in Afghanistan. My brain hurts, literally hurts, every time this man opens his mouth because I can't follow his thought process. I do not have the ability to dumb myself down to a point where he makes sense. And I would have to say this. Maybe I'm wrong. But Donald Trump was so strong of a speaker, so confident in his abilities as a leader of this country, he could drink a fifth of Jack Daniels, smoke a marijuana cigarette, and take a quaalude and still speak better than Joe Biden. This man is sick. It's that simple. There is no reason why he should be opening his mouth in front of a podium in front of anybody. But this is the world that we live in. The fact that a person can articulate as a politician verbiage, words, ideas is important. And every politician will tell you that. They've got to learn how to speak. They've got to learn how to use language to engage the audience. 
I would fall asleep in a heartbeat if I ever seen this man live. It would absolutely drive me crazy to even stay there longer than five minutes. And when I seen Donald Trump come to Arkansas on his campaign trail before he got elected, by the time I left, listening to this man speak, my heart, my soul, my mind was absolutely energized. America is coming back. It's coming back to the foundations of this country. And when I listen to him, I'm constantly depressed. I can't do it. Sorry, patriots, but I can't do it. I spend very, very, very little time listening to this man. I wanted to do this podcast because it it hurt me so bad to listen to him. I said, I, I got to get this out there. If you didn't hear this, quote, press conference speech after Putin, go listen to it. But make sure that you have the appropriate attitude, the appropriate understanding that you're fixing to run in to tremendous stress trying to understand what this man is saying. He's, he's gone. I had predicted from the time he got elected within six months, he would be gone. In case you didn't know it, we're about one month and four days shy of six months. So I'm still thinking in six months, July 20th, he may not even be around anymore. That's how fast he's going downhill. And if he is relieved for medical purposes, which is highly possible, even the Democrats can do that, then we're in a hell of a lot of trouble because now we have a Marxist, a true Marxist that's going to run this country. Kamala Harris is a Marxist, period. And I don't even want to imagine what this woman can do in three years in this country. Last but not least, Bonehead. Got to have a bonehead. And of course, who do you think it is? Joe Biden. This whole thing, this whole podcast is on Joe Biden. But I thought it was interesting. I found a video that Biden was at the NATO summit or the G7 summit. And he talked for, I don't know, 30 minutes or whatever it was. And this guy took all of this video and he captured all of this stumbling, all of this rhetoric, not thinking, can't be cohesive ideas in this man's mind and put them in a video clip. And this is exactly the best way to explain what is going on with this man. So take a listen to the Bonehead Award for today. 
which is uh, we're calling it the B3W. The point is that what's happening is that, uh, uh, and, and so uh, it's, uh, it's been a, it's a um, but here's the deal. Uh, um, the ability to, uh, 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 of, uh, and so uh, the bottom line is uh, of the, uh, of the entire, um, and, uh, you know, and look, and of that consistent with uh, the interest of uh, this was put together from one speech, not multiple ones. Just one speech from this man. And I guarantee you, I'm dying if I'm lying. You find one speech, one hour and a half speech of President Trump that can even match that, then I got no doubt that you're a genius. Because Trump may have pissed off a lot of people, said some things he shouldn't have said. But let me tell you, he was strong. His voice, his mind, his attitude was what America needed. And we went from him to this. If I was Putin, if I was the German chancellor, if I was the French president, I would be sitting back in my big old recliner or even at the pool with a big old cigar going, we got America exactly where we need them. Not only is the American Democrat Party controlling this man, now the world is going to control him. He is now a puppet of the globalists. It's that simple. Whether you believe it or not, I, I really don't care. It's the facts. It is the facts. America has had lots of presidents, lots of people that had different views on how America could be and what we should do. But we never had an individual that claims to be the President of the United States that has the mental state that this man has. Stand up, show up, and speak up. We can't control what has happened in the election of the President today, but we can control our state. We can control the fight against the federal government through local county, and state. Do something. I went to my county board of education the other day and asked them up front, what do you feel about CRT? What do you feel about these pronouns and having 16,000 genders? My board in northern Alabama said it ain't going to happen. There's no way they're going to change 
our viewpoint on the truth and what God has established as a man and a woman. And there's no way that critical race theory is going to be taught in DeKalb County, Alabama. If the rest of the country would stand up, it would destroy this administration overnight. Share the podcast. Love you. Please share it far and wide. Send it to your friends. Let them listen to it. You can go to thepatriotcause.com. Not even use an app. Just go to that website and you can hit the play button and listen to The Patriot Cause. Or you can download on Apple, Google, Android, all of these applications. They carry the Patriot cause. So share it far and wide. This is the Gunny out.